Hi, and welcome to the 10th episode of Horny and Depressed on Main, or Haddam for short. This episode contains blatant anatomical misinformation, anime overload, grieving for fictional characters, and many other things. I hope you'll have a good time listening to this. Hi everyone, it's Ad, and it has been quite some time since the last episode which was i believe like fucking a month ago maybe more probably um first i ran into some mic issues and then i was i wasn't near a mic and then i was like i don't feel like it and but then i was like yeah i still like doing this podcast i'm just i'm not gonna stop like that so um the much-awaited uh, 10th episode, uh, double-digit episode, uh, the first one, is 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 here. So, um, what has gone on for the past uh, month? Well, you know what? Not all that much. You didn't miss all that much, really. Um, I have finally found... Um, I have fa- finally found what I want to do as uh, an end of year project because when you're when you're in animation school you have to do a big project every year uh usually at the end uh when you're like done with with all the class and shit and i was like okay i'll just pick my web comics that i'm developing and say that's that's my end project um and i mean that's valid but also I was like, I can't fucking draw backgrounds. So, like, I'm just... I'm just gonna make my comic and all my characters are gonna be in a, some kind of wide void. Like, this is... This is not gonna work out. So, I realized, yeah. I need to learn how to draw backgrounds before I do anything with this comic. Which was frustrating, but, you know, it was the truth and I had, I had to cope with it. So then I didn't know what to do for my interview project. And then, during vacations, which were very recent, uh, a miracle happened. Uh, I, was, I was chatting with a friend and a friend of a friend. And that friend of a friend was a young male aged uh, 24. And I convinced that guy that baby dickheads were a thing. As in, you know, like baby baby teeth. But for your dickhead, like I convinced him that that it was a thing. And I was like, oh, you haven't lost your baby dickhead. Oh, that's very, that's very worrying. Have you seen a doctor for it? And I went full fucking bullshit on it. Like a full lie. I was really convincing and it was absolutely hilarious and I, I I just stayed completely straight-faced the entire conversation but afterwards I was really I was laughing so much about it that I made a comic about it and a lot of people found it very funny so I was like okay you know what I I'm just gonna do this as an animation and make it my interview project uh i even presented it like as a project to my to what to my animation teacher who's pretty critical in general but he's he doesn't uh like hold back his blows when he talks to me 
and he was like okay that's that's pretty fucking funny you should do it so uh so i'm doing that and i have i have some friends that i asked uh to do some voice some voice work for that uh and yeah i'm just gonna re-record this legendary conversation and like I was very reluctant to make like a, a comic in English about it because the the the, the term it, the, the conversation was in French and the French term for baby teeth is like uh milky teeth. And so when I talked to that guy about baby dickheads, I was actually saying no milky dickheads, which is uh, fucking <laughs> even more hilarious and completely surrealistic. So I mean, I convinced the dude, while using, like, repeatedly, like, just, like, uh, just, uh, I don't know, but, like, uh, really pushing and be like, yeah, milky dickheads, you haven't lost yours? Oh, that's so fucking weird. I'm really proud of that. So it was fun. Um, I've, uh, I've experienced uh, what it's like. I forgot to take my meds for for a bit of time. I don't know if I've said this before last episode. It was so long ago that I forgot. But uh, for some moments, I I uh, I forgot to take my meds for like a week, and I was like, "Wow, it's so weird. I feel like shit right now out of nowhere." And I was like, "Yeah, probably because you didn't take your meds." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." So um. So it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's sad to feel bad about things, but then I was like, you know, I had the physical proof that my meds were actually working and doing some good things for me. So I have to, to keep taking them and I'm a very distracted person so that sometimes I forget, I forget a lot. So I really have to like, uh, to just like uh, remind myself and kind of uh, uh, beat myself up over this and be like, you have to take your meds, remember. Uh, it's like the only direct influence I can have on my brain to make it feel better. So, you know, might as well like, get invested into that. So that 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 has been pretty, pretty nice. Uh, fuck. What have I been doing? I've really been chilling and shit. I, I made my mother watch uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is a really great show. And I can't, I can never get her to watch anything because she never has the time and it's not her taste. And she always has some excuses because she's, she's like, a, she's a writer and a director, but she doesn't, she doesn't read or, or, or watch all that much shit because she doesn't have the time, uh, which is paradoxical because, you know, you need, need to, to absorb some of that content to, to make it afterwards um and so when i convinced her to watch brooklyn 99 and also she's like always dead faced like you can show her something she she is actually like one of the characters in the show um what was that voice greg uh captain holt who um who's always like he he is uh the poker face man uh he's sometimes like oh yes this is absolutely hilarious and then on the same exact time he's like I am absolutely, uh, I'm, I'm in, uh, utter grief right now. I feel very bad. Like the same fucking tone. And she, she can be kind of like that when I, when responding to media, 
so to fiction and so sometimes i show her shit and she's looking at that like dead face i'm like okay is she not liking it or she's like oh that was really funny and i was like okay you know just okay mom um so i showed her some episodes of brooklyn 99 and she kept like oh maybe like let's watch one more episode and one more and we ended up watching like a whole bunch and that was really nice because she, and she was laughing and at first she was she was she was really she looked at like a, one of the posters um promotional pictures and shit and she was like oh i don't think i'm gonna be into this and i was like no listen it's really funny and and it made her laugh a lot so that was that was really nice and uh at first she was like oh that doesn't look very realistic and i was like yeah that's the point it's just it's really it's pretty cartoonish and shit so i made her watch some good shit uh the, so i'm really really happy about that uh, uh i don't know man i i saw one of my sister's plays um in the theater again like the same thing that i saw uh before that i saw the premiere but now i saw it again but in paris and the premiere was in another city a much smaller city and in smaller cities it's like they don't have as much entertainment as people do in bigger cities so they're they're starved for for entertainment so they were really it was a really good audience but when you get into paris uh well people are much less starved for uh good for entertainment so they're also much more critical of theater and shit like that and my sister was like really worried about it and i kind of understand because like you, you sometimes the the audience in paris compared to the audience in some other cities is like completely different and often like really you're like eh. but it went actually really well so it was like double proud and then she got some nice reviews some some people and i was I was really happy about that so that's uh that's that's a pretty that's a pretty nice thing um i'm letting my i mean i've been letting my hair grow for for a little while and it has gone past uh the mullet stage and i mean i because my bangs are like way too long for uh, for my for uh, to make the 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 entirety of my hair be considered like a mullet it's just it's just it's just getting longer than usual so it's i'm not i don't have a mullet like i i can reassure myself like it's such an abstract thing to, to say like it's just hair man but i'm like at least i don't have a mullet <laughs> so my, my hair is, is getting sort of manageable uh my facial hair isn't uh I, I, at some point, I was like really not doing anything, just staying in my room the the entire week and just being kind of a like in a in a coma or some shit, and and then I finally looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, what the fuck is this? And um, and the fucking question was was what's going on with the facial hair that I have, which looks atrocious and if i if i don't shave it i'll I'll start looking like a not a neck beard but like some some kind of i i will look like some 
a computer technician. Like I will look like a, a an IT guy from the from the eighties. So, um, which I mean, some people might dig that aesthetic, but I'm not sure it's. I'm not sure it's it's gonna look nice on me, so I avoid that. Uh, so I have to I have to shave and shit, and I used to do that very rarely, and now I have to do it at least once a week, uh, or then I do it multiple times actually uh, a week because it's it's else it's it's just it looks ugly, man. Like if like if I'm gonna have to to have facial hair, like at least let it be good looking just just if i have to deal with that shit make it pretty like it's it doesn't look good it's, it doesn't look fucking good like i didn't sign up for this shit i didn't sign up for this bullshit looking ass i don't know it, it looks it looks terrible and the other day was like oh i feel kind of sad that i don't i don't even have anyone to teach me how to shave because my dad died when I was twelve, which is which is not a shaving age, um, so he never taught me. And my mother was like, "Oh, wait, well, why don't you ask?" Um, and then the name of her boyfriend, uh, which I absolutely hate. And I was like, "No, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask that guy." And you know exactly why. And she's like. Oh come on, he's not that bad. I mean, why why do you hate him so much? And I, I had like, I had a fucking uh, the equivalent like of of a fucking novel written in my head about everything that was wrong with him, that I every problem that I had with that guy, <laughs> and I, it was almost like a fucking uh, like I, I had almost a full presentation ready to go to talk about. Oh yeah, here's what I hate. Here's what I hate about this dude. Why I hate him why he's a fucking jackass and shit like i was prepared i i have i've had like f so many years of preparation because they've been dating for a long while but she was like okay you know what let's let's just not have this conversation <laughs> because i was just <laughs> ripping into him a bit too hard and she was like okay that's fair let's end this right now i don't want to hear about it too much so anyway uh i'm dealing with whatever the fuck is going on in my face. Uh, and, man, I don't know. I, I, I want to, one day I want to look good, you know? Like, it's, it's not happening right now. It could happen one day, you know? Maybe. It's, I have, I may have some potential. I don't know. I really wish and even like the whole idea of, of beauty is is bullshit and changes really actually really fast like fuck you know this this whole wave of liking thickness and and you know like really good like strong eyebrows are like really they're they're like in they're they're considered beautiful you know but like uh fucking when i was in middle school like it was all about, you know, thigh gaps and, and I remember like, uh, I, I kept like hearing the girls talk about how they, uh, the way they paused in front of a mirror to, to see if they had a thigh gap. It was insane to me. I didn't understand that shit. But also, you know, eyebrows about, you know, they, they, they had to be really thin and, you know, they're not so like beauty standards change a lot. Um, 
for for men it's a bit more complicated because it's i mean it's always kind of the same shit it's like oh yeah looking jacked up is is good uh but also i mean it's so it is so nebulous like compared to women but it's 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 also really annoying and i don't even know what i want to try to conform to i'm just like hey i'd like like some days to just look at myself in the mirror and go oh this this dude looks nice so um I don't know, man. Shit is weird. Anyway, uh, fuck. I don't know. I've been I've been talking to friends or making friends a bit more. I've been going to see movies, uh, which is which is really nice, by the way. Like just going to see movies with friends. Um, I actually today I uh I had plans to watch a movie, but then my friends had some some it was some complicated shit but basically i ended up not going with them and i was like i still want to go watch a movie now because i'm i'm hungry for movies like i i've i have um i have woken up the hunger inside my brain so i was like you know what i keep getting all the spoiled the new avengers so i'm just gonna watch it um now i'm gonna try not to spoil like to i'm I'm not gonna give out names right that's i'm not gonna give out names but i was spoiled uh the death of a specific character and i was like oh man and i was like oh i hope i hope it's like not the emotional crux of the whole movie else i'm gonna be kind of disappointed that i i was spoiled that at the same time i kept seeing memes about the scene i was like oh no oh this is gonna be awful uh and i hope i i hope i hope the whole movie isn't spoiled for me and then i actually went and saw it and holy fucking shit my dudes and i was like okay actually in retrospect like compared to the rest of the movie this is nothing like this movie is suffering this movie i kept expecting for things to to, to just be okay and they just weren't it was like and the end i was like oh okay i guess i'll just go fuck myself like it was oh my god i have some issues with marvel right now like like fucking i'm gonna ask the marvel like the writers of this movie to meet me on a parking lot at like 4 a.m <laughs> to fight me <laughs> <laughs> like why would you do this and that's all i can say about the movie without giving too much away anyway if you haven't seen it yet i don't know you never know i don't i don't want to i don't want to spoil the movie like it, it even though even though the little that i was spoiled did not prepare me for the actual stuff that happened in it but i was like really really you're doing that you're really fucking doing that shit man holy shit and everyone in the everyone in the the theater with me was like also making noises and was like oh man like oh no 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 like everyone's coming no and, uh, by the way like it, this is this is a good movie by the way it's it's a genuinely i think it's a it, it can be considered a good movie and i've never been really emotionally invested in marvel movies before like Never to that extent, at least. But like the the most I got uh, invested, I got was like, uh, I know I I liked all the Bucky and S Steve stuff in like a, a few of the movies, but yeah, I, I guess the most emotional was like, I I really related to some of the stuff like in Iron Man three, 
with all the PTSD and shit. And I was like, oh, Tony. Tony. You dumb bird. And I was like, I, I don't know. I, I, I felt some affection for him. But like, uh, and I guess, I guess like Black Panther was pretty compelling compared to the rest of the movies. But yeah, I never really got like, I, I never got into the Marvel fandom. That's it. I never really got into that shit. So to for me to be so emotionally distraught uh, after after seeing a movie that I'm not uh, a part of the, the the fandom of, and it's pretty it's pretty insane. So um, I mean yeah, if you love if you love dying and being dead, you can just I highly recommend you wanna you to watch that movie and you will never be ready. And uh, you know what? Okay, I'm I'm gonna give you one unconsequential spoiler um uh, uh <laughs> fuck okay uh peter dinklage dwarf that's all i'm gonna give you as a spoiler for like this is the best use of a uh of a uh, uh really short actor that i've ever seen like this is the best use uh in any kind of movie so I, I just want to get that out there so that people <laughs> know and at the same time don't know what I'm talking about until they've seen it. And when they see it, they're going to be like, you beautiful bastards. So, yeah, it's it's, it's good. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I try. I try and and um, and like get myself involved into stuff. I try and. uh and go out more. Um, it really is interesting. And then also a thing that I I did is like um, I just kept like psycho and analyzing my own ideas for for my web comics, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like you know when you write meta about a show or a thing you like and and you, you you basically you make a lot of wild assumptions you know but like this is my own stuff so like if i can i have i have full knowledge i it's weird because i can look at it like from um, an outside point of view but at the same time i have my own life experience so it's like it's like analyzing the work of someone who you know very well and you have like the full uh like the the full uh biography next to you like on hand so you can directly like relate some things um and i can i can like do that to myself and and so doing that is like oh fuck i didn't mean this to to mean so many things but i'm like this has so many parallels to my own life and this and this and this and this way and it's like holy shit like I, I didn't, I didn't realize I poured so much of myself into this. So I, I keep like going back to it and analyzing this, this shit that I wrote myself, and and the things I find are so sometimes so interesting that I, I try to push into that specific direction. Like, oh, this is a really nice theme that's going on that I didn't know was going on, but now I know it's going on, so I'm gonna push it even a bit forward and shit so uh yeah i 
it's I guess it is kind of it is kind of like a I'm being I'm being kind kind of masochistic right now by by like trying to going even further into plot shit and writing even though I can't do anything visually because I still can't fucking draw my background so I can't draw any page and it's really frustrating but at the same time I just I just love writing. And it's really weird because, like, I'm not actually physically writing, but I'm writing my head, and I know it has consequences. And, like, because because of some harassment I got before, for, during, like, my, my fandom time, um, and people saying that I was shit at everything, I really started believing that I was shit at writing. And, and I'm looking at my shit, and I'm like, this is pretty good. Like this has some some really nice themes going on, and you know the saying like "make what you want to see," and I realize that I am doing that. I am making the things I would want to see. I am making the things that I would enjoy, and that makes me really happy. And the funniest thing is that the other day it was like a uh, one of my friends comes up to me. Uh, I mean, on a metaphorical level, because, or like not a physical level, because we're internet friends. Um, but they're like, uh, and they saw a piece of art of some OCs I had back in my Homestuck days, and and they realized it was new art and old art, and they they freaked out over it and were like, oh my god, this made me cry. This brought back so many feelings. I I love these. I I was the biggest fan, and and they were they told me they were even a bigger fan of my OCs and AU than they were of the actual comic web comic Homestuck. Which <laughs> I mean, it was really flattering. But I was like, holy shit, you know, some people really care about the stuff I make. Some people really like genuinely like the stuff I do, and. It was crazy to realize that because I don't think I I I a really paradoxical thing is even even knowing I have like a pretty big following and shit I I I have zero confidence into what I make and I'm always like second guessing and I'm always like oh oh yeah this is cringy this doesn't look good this is bad this some people won't like this and even though I personally like love the things I do, but I'm like, yeah, no one else will like this. Um, so when people come up to me and they're like, oh, I'm really invested into this very personal thing you did uh, that was original for yourself, but it, it was so good that it touched even me. So I'm like, holy shit. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I'm trying to like, get, get like some confidence back into my body. Uh, I don't know how well it's working. But I mean, it is it is worth a shot. Uh, I I generally think that this is a uh, yeah. I get I got some nice shit going on. So I'll think I'll think about that. But yeah, man. This this past month has been pretty darn okay. Uh, I've been animating. I've been trying. Sometimes I've been depressed and doing nothing. It happens. Uh, but I think that overall, I'm doing pretty darn good, you know? And a cool thing 
is that you know I I said that recently I had some some vacations so every about every six weeks I get two weeks of vacation which is pretty cool and so a week ago I mean I had like I just had like a a week of school but before that there was two weeks of vacations okay keep that in mind so now I have some some blood tests and shit, some very important shit I have to do. Uh, multiple doctors I have to see because because I'm not healthy and um and I have to see those in Paris, which is about uh about like a fucking two like three hundred miles away from from where uh I live right now. So I have to take the train, and then my doctors aren't on the same day, so I have to stay some time. And, you know, instead of going back and forth between those two two cities, I'm just going to stay in Paris for the week. So I planned this, and then I realized that it's May. And in May, we have, like, a whole bunch of, um, I guess you could, yeah, literally holy days. Um, like a, a state-approved <laughs> state, uh, approved holidays, I guess. Uh, it's like official and no one no one does shit on those days and in may sometimes it 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 these days happen during the weekend so we lose most of them and because they're already on off days but sometimes you know the, the stars align so that we can have uh, the most off days and it happened this year and and i was like okay and fucking i look at at the schedule for my class and it's like Oh yeah, just this whole fucking week, you don't really have class. And I was like, holy shit. So not only do I have a week off because I have to do some blood tests. By the way, this week I'm not I, that I'm missing. I'm not missing all that much. And then the next week I'm actually like officially not going to school because it's it's holidays. So a week after my two weeks vacations, I get another two weeks of off days this is bullshit this is this is amazing i love this shit this is such bullshit i don't know man it is it is pretty nice i think some things are going my way some of my doctors can be kind of dumb uh like uh, one of uh one of my psychiatrists like he didn't believe in brain chemical testing he was like no it doesn't work and i was like it it, it kind of does and he was like yeah but uh he's like oh yeah are those tests like uh um supported by uh by healthcare and i was like well no and he's like yeah it's because they're fake and i'm like no not really because they're supported in like other countries and shit and there's little proof that things work and because of those test results that i got and because of the specific meds that i started taking um highly related to to the results i got like literally it's it's like a um tailor-made for the the chemical imbalance that i have and i'm going much better so it's kind of literal fucking physical proof is like nah nah it's fake it doesn't work you're being you're being uh you're being hustled something was like okay you're just yeah you're a dumbass and because basically in france i don't know how bad it is in other countries basically in france most psychiatrists are only taught to give like 
there's only like three different antidepressants in and they give it like to to anyone who fits a certain profile but it's really dumb because chemicals like you don't fuck with chemicals like that they're very important because they're 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 part of your brain and uh once you start taking like even if you take it only once you you change the way your brain works forever because you introduce some 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 uh, uh manufactured chemicals that that weren't in your brain before um so you don't this is not something you start like just like that and many of these people of these psychiatrists just give you those without doing any testing like physical testing with with like a blood test or or or, or a pee test or something i don't know they don't they don't test the physical things which i think is it's completely absurd because you're gonna give something that's gonna give that person like some actual uh it's gonna have some actual physical consequences in their brain so it's it's it is so fucking numb, and because they're taught this way, they just call anything that's not that like wild. And I know that some people are like being really kind of bubbly and talk about alternative medicine, and it's it's bullshit. But like this is actual, you know, science based stuff with with evidence, and other countries do it too. And it's just it is it's really weird being that situation because at on one side, you don't want to be that guy who talks to the professional and thinks they know better than the doctor. But at the same time, this really is a case of a doctor being dumb and blind to actual, you know, medical facts. So it's like, okay, you know, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Anyway, the thing is, I'm doing well. Uh, and, which is really... Uh, an interesting thing is that he anyway he got me uh uh some appointments in a hospital near uh where i live because every time i have to to see psychiatrists it's in paris so i have to take the train it's really annoying um and so he was like how about you not take a fucking train and so he booked me some appointments that are entirely uh covered by healthcare i was like hundred percent he was like yeah because i, I i'm gonna ask them to i'm gonna give you like a special thing where you are sure to be 100 percent covered uh and by the way like even like i'm not 100 percent covered when i see this dude i'm talking about because of like specifics about healthcare but i'm literally like the things that are not covered like what every time i see him uh all that's left for me to pay like is like 10 euros so it's it's not even that expensive anyway. So uh uh I love French healthcare. Uh so yeah, but being like, oh yeah, you're you're not gonna pay shit, son. Uh that's pretty fucking nice. And because I was talking about uh he was like, Oh yeah, we you 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 have some some mood swings, don't you? And I was like, Yeah, I'm pretty much fucking bipolar. And he was like, Oh, Right, it's a family thing because I have a like my grandpa is bipolar and just my entire family is is depressed in a way or another, and I was like, yeah, like I have, I have, uh, yeah, I pretty much have some manic phases and some depression phases, which last much longer than the manic phases anyway. But it was like, 
have you ever been like followed like actively you know followed by a psychiatrist on this shit and i was like eh not really they just they just see it and like okay and they they don't do shit and he was like okay well so in spite of not really believing in the shit i told him about you know getting better with the specific medicine i was it was like oh yeah we're gonna give you some like mood uh uh stabilizer I, I told my mom about this because she took she used to take some she was like yeah that shit is poison it messes your, your brain i'm not letting you take that and i mean i she's not always the wisest person but i know that on that side of things she she is knowledgeable so i'm gonna trust her life experience on that uh and the life experience of the rest of my family as well so but it's always nice to see a psychiatrist because they're not just there for doc as as like doctors to give you a prescription. They can they're here like you can have actual therapy where you where you talk and you say shit. And it's good also to just have someone be like, okay, you just ask you about those things and like, how are you doing? You know what's what's uh just just feeling cared for. I guess um, that's gonna be nice. So I have. I have some some free shit that I can get in the hospital, so that's that's pretty fucking nice. So um, so yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I have a lot of free time at, at the same time. I have a lot of shit on my hand. Like, for example, I am following so many fucking anime right now. I should you not? All right, I think I screen kept this somewhere. Let me check. Yeah. Okay. So I have. I have like the RSS feeds of torrents of anime that I'm following right now. So right now I am currently watching on a weekly basis, uh, Golden Kamui, Steinskate Zero, Megalobox, uh, My Hero Academia, Hisuneto Masutan, Darling in the Franks, and SAO Alternative. Like all of these on a weekly basis, all of these different anime, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna start some others as well, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with your life, man? And I remember, like, one of my friends being like, oh yeah, you watch, you watch so much anime, I was like, no, I don't, like, I only watch a few, and then I look at that shit, and I'm like, okay, I'm that one who, I'm that guy who watches way too many fucking anime. And what, speaking of which, because I talked about those uh you know the the things the media you like you know i'm gonna talk about those those little shits that i that i that i uh that i watch um and right now i'm holding my mic directly uh because because sometimes just being stuck in the same position for an hour is not very comfortable so i'm holding my mic now so you know what so let's talk about the shit i liked um so you know what? I'm just gonna go in order of those. Uh, so Golden Kamui. Uh, so that I I read the manga. I'm still not done. Uh, I'm still not caught up on shit because it takes quite some time. But the art is so good. The story is so good. The culture is so interesting. It's about. It's about. It, it re really reminds me of like kind of kind of Western comics about you know finding gold and and like cowboys and shit uh it's 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 kind of funny and it reminds me of those french comics uh blueberry uh and uh and yeah it's about looking for for stolen hidden gold and it's with uh um an army veteran 
and and a little Ainu girl who's like the the Ainu are like um the native native people of Japan specifically the uh Hokkaido um and the Japanese are actually people who invaded the island you know like pretty much any fucking <laughs> any freaking part of the world like uh you got you got the 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 aboriginal people in australia you got the the native the indian americans you know in in america and shit so the ainu are are the are those guys for japan they're the native people of japan and they're not being well treated by japanese people and it's really interesting all the research that has gone into this so uh this manga is like it has a lot of violence it has also some really like food porn scenes. <laughs> like sometimes it looks like a, a cooking manga, and in some sense, really comic. It's just really, it's well written. It's well, it's really well drawn. And so when I heard there was an anime adaptation, I was like, "Holy shit, this is gonna be so good!" <laughs> uh, I'm a bit disappointed. Uh, not to say a lot at some points. So, like, uh, there's a bunch of bears. Like, actual, not, 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 like, uh, not very, uh, buff man, but actual physical animal bears. And, uh, there's also, like, actual really buff men also in that, in that manga. It's really nice. Uh, but yeah, there's actual fucking physical bears fighting. And, and they're done in CGI, the fucking anime. And I was like, oh, god these look bad i hope they fix this for the for the blu-ray and then there's some every time the main characters eat some new stuff and they always make some really funny faces faces and like in the episodes like they could have just you know drawn over like copied the the expression straight from the manga because they're just so good they're not even that complicated to draw they're just but they're really efficient really good and really really fun and they didn't do that and they didn't copy the original like really funny expressions and i was like what come on and every time there was like some problem i was like i hope they fix this for the blu-ray dvds and i kept thinking that i'm like fuck you know I really have, like, for me to enjoy this anime, I really have to think about how it's gonna look in the DVD, and that's, that's kinda, that is such a big miss, you know, and I, I would have hoped that, uh, uh, you know, an adaptation like that could have gotten to, like, Madhouse, or, or fucking Bones, but it went to whatever fucking studio I don't know the name of, because of how, how not good it is, <laughs> so it's really, it is kind of conflicting because the the voice acting is still good most of the like uh most of the time the art looks good also but it's it's it is not that good it could have been better so uh but i'm still watching it because it's golden kamui and it's really fucking good so just just read the manga and watch the anime if you really want to uh then steins gate zero so fun fact i watched uh steins gate in english like the english dub um not even the French dub, weirdly enough. I watched the English dub. And it's really good. And it is honestly generally really good. And so I uh, and specifically the character that I had whose voice I had never heard in Japanese before was Daru. Now, uh Daru's voice in English is like it's really fun. It's it he really sounds like some kind of internet guy who's trying to sound cool, but he's it, it works really well with his personality, I feel. 
Now, <laughs> if you have ever watched uh, Steins Gate, you will know what I'm about to talk about. But if you don't, let's say uh, Daru's voice in Japanese, like, Ugh. like you know, you know the voice people make to to mock people or like when people are trying to sound like uh, they're mentally challenged or something when they're trying to be offensive or some shit like uh, like that voice that that uh, like the, the the dumbass voice well it's his voice his voice is like that in japanese and when i heard the first lines i was like oh is he trying to sound stupid on purpose or something but no his voice is always like that and i was like this is this is insufferable like is this always like that how like you just want to slap that guy like this is getting really annoying like he he's trying to he's sounding dumb on purpose but all the time this is oh my god and the worst thing is that i i heard like some like the light novels uh fuck no i meant uh visual novels like i heard like the voice acting he doesn't sound like that so it's in 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 the original game so it's this is bullshit i was like this is no and it was really annoying because uh like steins gate is a pretty good anime in steins gate zero i heard i heard the plot like uh, of the the actual game you know this was based on and they were like oh yeah steins gate zero is like a really really good sequel or i mean well side piece to what um steins gate the original is so I was like, I was hyped up for the anime, and I watched this fucking anime, and I hear Daru's stupid ass fucking voice. I'm like, I didn't sign up for this shit, so I have to cope with that. And also, like all the girls having really generic anime girl voices, and I'm the the really the English dub was like really they had all distinct interesting voices, and I I listened to the Japanese dub, and I'm like. These these girls really don't have any personality in their voices. And it's really funny because whenever people bring up the English dub, they're like, oh no, the Japanese dub is so much better. It's so, and they, they go on and on about it. And I'm like, okay, you are blinded by nostalgia. You're blinded by the fact that this is the first thing, like the that the Japanese dub is the first thing you saw. And I realized, oh my God, so many people hate on english dubs because they're being like really like they're being weebs they're just being weebs they're being annoying otakus they're they're, they're being oh yeah i'm a japanese fan you know uh oh uh, i love the fine arts and it's like shut the fuck up you know like english dubs are also good like the fucking the gurin lagan japanese dub is sometimes can be sometimes a fucking wreck like nia's voice annoying it sounds like a squeaky dog toy, okay? I, I made a full po- I made some posts about it, but I feel like I need to vocalize this. I, I need to share this with the world. I need to- f for people to know that English dubs, or just dubs in general, can be good. The French dub of Goran Lagan is really fucking great. The- the- I don't know, it's- it's like- the- the French dub also of- of, uh, One Punch Man is like- it is really funny. Uh... Uh, and, I don't know, Mob Psycho 100 in English, godly. Uh, um, My Hero Academia also, also is, like, so, so great. Yuri on Ice, uh, I know, like, so many, Kill a Kill, so many anime are, like, really good in English, and I completely understand why some people just try to look for the dub in the, most of the time, because I remember, like, 
really enjoying the original dub of Kill a Kill, but then I I rewatched it in English and I was like, holy shit, this is like at least as good as the original dub. But the thing is, because I don't have to read the subtitles and because I understand English, I can just focus completely on on what's happening on my screen and in my ears. And because there's like enhanced uh, understanding and comprehension of what's happening, well, there's I also kind of enjoy it a bit more because it's easier to relate to a voice that you can directly understand in your brain and your ears. So like, yeah, man, uh, Steins Gate Zero is it's gonna be probably very good, but uh, God, please Funimation make a dub of it or else I'm gonna fucking die. Like, there's a fucking simul dub with My Hero Academia, so please, please take care of it. Uh, the next one is Megalobox. It's really good. It's uh, it's like a kind of a retelling, in a, it's a it's a fresh take on uh, Ashtanujo, which is a, a, a an iconic uh, manga and anime, and and I it's it looks really good. It's a boxing anime, but I have one complaint. But it, it is so to make because the the, the anime this is based on Ashtanujo is like it looks um it's an old anime so they were like uh they the the version of uh, of Megalobox that I release on TV is very low quality like they 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 rescale the thing they put it like at like really a really low resolution like uh like 480 uh, pixels like that really low resolution they they resize it to be like um big again but with the shitty it's it's basically like yeah 4 480 resolution so it's it looks it looks blurry as fuck my dude not exactly blurry but it's like i look at that shit i'm like okay i want I, I understand you want to go for an or, or some kind of aesthetic, but it's just not working for me. Like, the anime is really good, and I'm I'm keep like squinting, like instinctively, like trying to watch this shit in good quality. I'm like, God, please, I hope you're gonna release some actual Blu-rays. Just the fucking Blu-ray thing again. Like, please, just show this in high quality. If you wanted, if you wanted to have like some kind of nostalgia thing going on, like put some kind of VHS filter on this shit. But don't do just. Don't just downsize the quality in some uninteresting way. I'm like, I want to see some Chris Blinds, motherfucker. Like, you just find old anime, old, old, like, rewatching, rewatching, like, um, Dragon Ball stuff and Dragon Ball Z stuff in, like, high quality is godly and it doesn't take anything away from the original old vibe. It's just, it's the good shit. It's the good kush in high quality. What more can you want? So, like, please, just just release Megalobox in full resolution. I promise. It's not gonna look... It's not gonna look bad. It's gonna look better. Trust me. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, so, then I'm watching so the new season of My Hero Academia. And we're getting to the good stuff. We're getting to some really good stuff. This is, like... Because I remember... and. Like, the, the first seasons don't adapt all that much shit. Like, shit only gets real in 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 the 
the parts that are getting adapted into season three. Like, shit starts getting so fucking intense with actual important stakes and not just, oh, this is, oh, they get attacked during a training, oh, this in tournaments and shit. Like, oh no, this, some, some real shit is happening. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the reaction of anime onlys and all the shit that's gonna happen. So, you know, thanks you, Studio Bones, for my life. Um, so yeah, uh, fuck. Hisone Tomasotan. So this is, this is really interesting. Um, it's a Bones anime, so that's, that's a good thing. It looks really good. It has a, a an art style that reminds me a lot of, uh, Oban Star Racers. Which is a French, French Japanese anime. I mean, the the whole project was started by a French guy, and he was like, "I'm gonna do this in Japan, bitch," and it, he he did it, and it was amazing. Um, and now he he stayed in Japan, and he still does amazing shit in anime. Uh, but yeah, it's like it's a French Japanese anime, and the and the style used in Hisone Tomasotan really reminds me of it. Like the characters don't have noses; they or, like, for the most part, they don't look like they have noses. But it looks really, really cute and really nice. And it's... Oh, God. If I have to summarize this anime in, like, one phrase, it's like... Oh, yeah. It's the army. It's a military anime about dragons and vor. And, like, if I present it that way, it's not gonna look good. But, listen, dragon vor... <laughs> He's so bad. It's like military. Okay, like three words: military, dragon, vor. Like it's <laughs> the core of the series. Okay, basically, it's about a girl who has. I love the main character. She's so good. She's someone who's like who keeps herself from talking most of the time because when she talks, she just goes off, and she she's a blabbermouth. She talks. A lot and she accidentally ends up hurting people not on purpose but she's she just says some stuff that could be interpreted in sometimes a harmful way but she she means it in a good way but people just don't get that most of the time so she's kind of she's like socially kind of clumsy um and so she's she's in the air force of japan and she accidentally discovers that a fucking a fucking dragon uh that's called uh, an OTF, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. I don't remember. And and they disguise, and she can pilot the dragon by just getting swallowed by the fucking dragon <laughs> and pushing in its stomach to make it do cool shit. And because it's a part of the Air Force, but like you can't just tell people that you have dragons in the Air Force. <laughs> so they disguise the dragon as as a plane. And she pilots the, the 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 dragon that's cosplaying a fucking plane, <laughs> and I mean, it's it is a really it's a really good looking anime. It's really I love the dialogue and the the pacing. Um, also, the main male character that I mean, he's a secondary character, but he vapes, and for some reason that was so surreal. I was like. I just saw an anime character vape. That's so fucking weird. And I love him. He's really nice. He's really fun. Um, he's probably gonna end up with a main girl. Something. I don't know. Um, but this is a really good anime. And it's really weird because it's like... Okay, it's depicting the Air Force in a really good, funny way. It's like, okay, this is military propaganda. Like, no matter how you look at it, this can only be defined as 
military propaganda because it's it glorifies the air force and shit it makes it look good and fun and shit and gives gives them dragons or shit so so yeah this is this is straight up propaganda but it's good propaganda and i'm buying into it and i feel i feel conflicted about that but i'm like you know what i'm just gonna enjoy a fine piece of animation while acknowledging the fact that this is pretty much military propaganda Although, you know, I don't think that many guys will get into the, the Air Force and be like, where are the dragons? Like, no, it's it's probably not going to happen. Uh, but yeah, Hisune Tomasotani, it's like, it's it's really, it's really, it kind of comes out of nowhere, but it's, it's a really good original anime. Because, like, when you realize Golden Kamui, manga adaptation, Steins Gate, uh, game adaptation, and also, also a sequel to another game adaptation, um... Megalobox, uh, it's an homage and kind of reboot of Ashtarojo in like a, a funny setting, kind kind of like what they did with Devilman. Um, and again, you got Hero Academia, who's like it's season three, so yeah, it's a adaptation and sequel. So having Hisonito Masutani, it's like oh fuck, like an original piece of thing that looks good and that has nice characters. It's nice, so um, it's the good shit. Then there's Starling in the Franks, uh, which I, I've talked about before. It's actually gotten better, but I'm like, how would I view this anime? Like going, even going back to it, like it's it's. I'm like the first episodes are just they look good, but the episodes themselves, because of the script, are just not. It's it's not all that good, man. Uh, but yeah, I want to see some gay shit, man. I'm glad that some people are trying to do some gay shit, and the, the, there's some like interesting stuff that's that's happening with the pilots, and I don't know. It's a it's a fucking mecha anime, and the the mecha have have mecha titties. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb, but at least they're not like floppy gaynex titties. They're just metal titties that 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 don't look that don't look like too um too spherical. Like they they. They, they don't look like uh, weird titties. They look like they look like titties, like normal titties, but on robots. <laughs> I can't be serious saying that kind of shit. But listen, that's just the way it is. Uh, and then, oh, so the last one on my list, <laughs> and I feel kind of bad about it. <laughs> it's fucking. SAO alternative gun gale online. So, if you know me, you know that I have a burning hatred of SAO Sword Art Online. It is it is my nemesis when it comes to anime. I hate it with such passion. I get really right up whenever I hear about it. It's not even because it's a bad anime. It's just because it has so much potential, yet it's so bad and yet so many people like it and like you have you have shit taste all of you you have shit taste and just like you just like you're just watching this shit because it has some pretty girls and some swords and some pretty girls with swords but that's just it you you it's it's bad it's fucking bad sao is bad and some people are trying to find excuses for them it's just it's bad man so when I heard they were making a new, I was like, at first I heard like, oh, a new season of SAO. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch it, the shit on it. But then I'm like, oh, it's an SAO spinoff. And I was like, 
Okay, and I watched it. And it's good. The SAO spinoff is good. It's it's so fucked up, my dudes. It is so fucked up that the SAO spinoff is good. Um, I mean, in retrospect, it makes sense. Because there's a different writer who is actually a good writer who's written some good stuff. It's well directed because it's directed by a good director who's directed also some good stuff before. So it's like, it's not that surprising. But at the same time, it makes me mad that I enjoy something that's part of the Sword Art Online franchise. Basically, it's about a girl who's um, who's like really tall, and she's very she's very self conscious about this. She's very uh, embarrassed by how tall she is. She she she's got like this this big complex. So she gets into VR games because then she gets to have a cute little avatar, um, and it makes her feel better. And she likes she likes being all cute. And she gets into the fucking anime Call of Duty of SAO. <laughs> And it's really funny because you got all these guys in military gear and she's like, she's a cute, she's a cute little, little avatar who's all in pink. She has a little pink gun. <laughs> it's really cute. It's really fun. And actually, like, it's the way the story is. It's like, it's really, it's engaging for people who like video games. It's like, oh, this is nice. talking strategy and shit. Like, it is good. It is generally good and entertaining. And the... Main characters are, are really cute. Um, when she gets into the game, she makes a uh, um, uh, she makes a, an online friend with a with another girl. And the girl, like, yeah, there's so such few girls into the into this game. So you know what? Let's be friends. I wanna I wanna let's you know let's let's um let's say stay together. That so like uh I don't know. Just it's some really cute shit. Uh, sometimes I don't, I have the words in French, but in English, but I can say it's, it's some really cute shit and it looks nice. And, uh, I don't know. I kind of hate myself for saying that I, I like an SAO product, but it's the truth. It is what it is. It looks nice. Uh, so that's, that's it for anime. And I mean, that's a lot of shit, you know, usually every week I recommend like three or four things. Uh, I guess this time it's not exactly recommending i'm just recapping but um but yeah you can get you can get some idea of of the shit uh, that i talk about uh oh and interesting thing so i got back into a thing that i kind of listened to before but kind of drops because i uh, basically when I was younger, I listened to the stuff my sisters listened to because I was next to them, but I, I didn't actively pursue any type of music. Like I didn't have any music player. I just had like, uh, yeah, I didn't actively listen to music, which is the opposite of now. And so I re-listened to this French, uh, band, uh, it was a, like a rap alternative fusion band i don't really know what the fuck they're doing but it's good uh they're called uh stupid flip and they're uh they're like they're really they're really good they're really like the lyrics can be really fucking dumb but they're these people have a way with words that make them sound good like it's just satisfying to hear to hear it's like smr you know it's it just it sounds really good uh they know rhythm they know music they know 
you know, they, they just know how to make things that sound nice. So if you're French, you can enjoy also, also like the things they're actually saying, because sometimes it's really funny, sometimes actually insightful, sometimes they actually have some interesting agenda behind their songs. But if, if you're not French and if you can't understand French, you can also listen to these guys because they're just satisfying to you here. So, uh, yeah, check them out and, uh, like listen to try to listen not to just one song but to a full album because it's like it's like a fucking narration even if you don't understand the lyrics it's like oh holy shit i'm on a i'm on a, like a, a musical journey or some shit so uh yeah just you can pick up any album and it's it's gonna be interesting uh so yeah that that shit is really nice and i talked about how i was re-listening to it again my sister my oldest sister like and she was like Oh, you listened to that? And I was like, yeah. She was like, I listened to that when I was, well, a kid. And I was like, yeah. So, like, she was, like, so judging me. She was trying to judge me on this. And I was like, bitch, it's good. It's just because it's kind of childish and and doesn't mean it's bad, you know. Just because something can be childish and, and not, you know, super poetic. Some shit doesn't mean it's it's it can be good. And... Like, it, it's kind of like being ashamed of, of like, the stuff you listened to earlier. Like, oh, this is so cringe. Like, nah, bitch. Like, you, you, there's a reason you enjoyed this shit. And I still enjoy that shit. And listening to it, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is nice. So, uh, I don't know, man. This is, that's the good stuff. Uh, now, that being said, uh, I'm gonna, I am gonna, um, answer some questions uh because we're getting to that now so uh i love how like in some previous episodes i could like do try to do some clever transitions but there i'm just like yeah no no time for questions uh so flower raymond asked uh do you have a favorite studio ghibli movie uh um I think, like, for the longest time, it was My Neighbor Totoro, but I literally just love so many fucking movies. Um, uh, fuck, what was it called? Uh, I think The Cat Returns is what, uh, the name of, like, one of the... Pompoko is really good. It's one of the most political movies, and it wasn't even Nazaki who made it. Uh, it was his old buddy who died recently. God, oh, poor dude. He had a good life. Um... Uh, Parker Rosso is also like a big fav. Uh, so yeah, Totoro and Parker Rosso are like my main, my main dudes aside, alongside Pompoko. Uh, they all, all are all in O sounds. Maybe it's destiny. Uh, next, uh, Peacock and Yagi asked, it's the 10th Haddam. How do you feel about that? It feels really nice. Uh, I was afraid I'd, I'd drop it because, um, because I'm a lazy ass person. Uh I think I'm actually I'm probably gonna like switch like because I think maybe on a weekly basis it's a bit too often. Uh there's kind of like an overload. Just uh you know what, tell me in the tell me in the like uh, comments and, and, and shit like what what rhythm you think is the best. But for now I'm I'm gonna go with bi weekly, which means both 
twice a week and once every two weeks. And so you're just gonna, I'm not gonna do that twice every, two, uh, twice a week. So it's once every two weeks, I think. I don't think monthly would be, would be to be maybe too much, you know. It's, it's, it's maybe too long between two episodes. So I'm gonna go with bi weekly and we'll see how that works out. So uh, do tell me what, what rhythm you think is the best for this. Uh, and then the same person, Peacock and Yagi again. What upcoming shows or series are you looking forward to? Well, this was sent to me like a while back. Uh, uh, but I guess I guess I did end up looking at the shows and series uh, that I was looking forward to. And But right now what I'm looking forward to that still hasn't come out is uh, the Yuri on Ice movie, uh, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. And like fuck, uh, I'm I'm like um, I the new chapter of Reagan finally came out and I got to scan late it, and I really hope I really hope that Reagan gets adapted into an anime one of these days. But yeah, like I'm invested into that shit because it's gonna be good. It's gonna be so good. Please check out the scanlations. Please check out Reagan, the fucking scans. Look at them. I put a lot of work into those. The translator too, she's right. So like, honor our work. <laughs> please, please read these. And also honor one because fuck, they're good. So yeah, um, next questions. Uh, Captain Save the Unicorns asked, uh, what books do you really like either as a kid or today? Um... I think one of the most iconic things I read that really comes to my mind is, fuck, what's the... Actually, I have them on my shelf right now. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. So the English title is His Dark Materials. It's a trilogy. And it's really hard to read. Like, some the, 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 the style is can be, can be kind of heavy. Uh, kind of too blocky to read sometimes it's really it's really good like once you're in you're really in and it's really passionate to look to to read so his dark materials uh when i was a kid and even still today but i, I come back to it and i'm like this is some good shit um uh fuck uh also um iron miss foul uh was like it was a, a big part of my childhood and with like as a mix of wish fulfillment thing and just like in general seeing um kind of shady guy succeed and stuff is always i mean we all liked death note uh so it's it kind of gives you a, a vibe a little similar to that but in general just i don't know his foul was so good and I love that it can literally be summarized as die hard, but with fairies, because it kind of really is what it is, but in a, in the best of ways. Um, Alan Kaufer is like really good at, at what he does. He's really good at writing. So, uh, yeah, the these are like the the things that talk the most to me. I would mention Harry Potter because it's the obvious thing, but also fuck J.K. Rowling like so much. Uh, next question. Uh, Amazing Kita asks, congrats on number 10. 
Thank you. If you could change one thing in your life, whether an event in the past or a trait you have won, what would it be? Uh, I mean, if I could literally erase my depression, I would. Um, but I don't think it works that way. I've actually, like, sometimes I give myself, like, uh, um, hypothetical scenarios. Like, oh, if you could prevent some shit. And I'm like, uh... And sometimes I'm like, would, I've, would I have wanted to prevent my father's death? Which is, like, really heavy. And I end up getting scared and saying, no, I wouldn't change a thing. Because it would change so many other things in my life. And I don't know what would happen. Like, you know what, speaking of Steins Gate, like, sometimes, yeah, I, I, I dream that uh, I, I'm really scared that I'll wake up and I'm, like, five, ten years in the past and I have to read all, re redo it all over again. Uh, and I'd be like, oh, fuck no, fuck no. Um, so, yeah, it scares me to death, even though it's impossible. But, like, you know what, I would be into changing things uh, of the past if it was, like, kind of like Steins Gate. Like, you just wake up at the same moment, but uh, everything has been changed up until that. Uh, uh, you, like, everything has been changed. You just uh, get directly to the consequences in present time instead of having to go yourself in the past. So that would be interesting. And the last question, which I actually read before just putting it, like, I copy-pasted everything onto my... my uh, a little file where I put like all the questions so I don't miss them and I actually like when I received it I I read it out loud to a friend and we just went off on it and left for so long and the question is this Netherholm so asked do you think there is such a thing as a soul if yes is it stored in the bowls <laughs> Is it? Is it? <laughs> I mean, it should be. Like, I don't know about souls and shit, but yes, souls are absolutely stored in the bowls. Like, th this is new. This is new ground covered, you know? First, we remade all of modern medicine by going, you know, oh yeah, pee is stored in the bowls. And like, oh, like so many things explained now. But then we have we have this new theologic theory and that, that that we could bring into church and shit. And it's like the soul is stored in the bowls. <laughs> it is so good. Like it's just yeah, the soul your soul is stored in your bowls. Like for some reason, like this very thing is hilarious to me. So, uh, oh, and yeah, and then I, I thought about fucking Infinity War, where, uh, where, I'm gonna say this, like, even, even if this is technically, like, this is a contextless spoiler, but, because you're not gonna get it until you see the thing, so it won't be spoiled for you, but I said this, because we were t both talking about, uh, Infinity War, and I was like, oh, wait, thinking about the Infinity Stone, does this mean that now Gamora's soul is stored into Thanos's bowls? And we're like, yeah, probably. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, we're like, uh, 
are like, oh yeah, did Gamora lose her balls? Like, oh yeah, like this is really interesting. Like she, this is like Godspeed transition. Like, oh, you know, you, you wanna, like some, you can do some rituals to to sell your soul to a demon, and so you sell your balls. So like, yeah, man. Like, I'm there, you know, I go there, I'm like, yeah, I really want to transition really fast, I'm just gonna sell my, I'm just gonna sell my soul so you can take my balls away. <laughs> like, just take them, take my balls, they have my soul in it. <laughs> oh my god, oh, this is so good. So yeah, the soul is stored in the balls. Oh, this is my final, my final answer. <laughs> This is my final answer for the night. <sighs> Fuck. You know, I have a train in like four hours and I have to prepare for that train to pack things up. So like I have to wake up in like three hours <laughs> and I'm laughing about souls being stored in the balls. Oh, it's so good. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll be fine. I've been fine before. I'll be fine again. Just remember, kids. Take care of your balls, because your soul is in it. Remember to leave like some fuck, some comment, some questions for next week, or maybe not next week, but next episode. You know, wonder about your balls, wonder about your soul, your place in the universe, your place in Infinity War. Why Marvel is like this? Like, you gotta ask yourself about that. You gotta wonder. You gotta ask yourself and say, what are my balls doing for me? See you next time.